Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour Drip podcast with me, Logan Lee Miller. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Golden Hour Drip podcast. I'm your host, Logan Lee Miller, and I want to hear, well, I want to know one thing. I want to know a lot of things, but today I just want to know one thing. When you wake up in the morning, are you usually in like a positive mood, ready to like take on your day? Or are you like in a lower energy? Like we'll see what the day brings because, or even like worse, this day is going to be horrible. I know it's going to be horrible because X, Y, Z. I was really taking inventory on how my days go and what made them a good day and what made them like a subpar or a bad day. And the days that I woke up in a good mood, ready to take on the day, ready to slay, and I'm going to just rock it, those days were sometimes good, but it didn't always mean that I was going to have a good day, but it definitely helped. Like it, it was definitely a push in the right direction. I handled things better and I just had a better mindset throughout. On the days where I woke up and I was a little bitter, maybe a little tired, maybe I stayed up too late, or maybe I just wasn't feeling it. I had a lot on my calendar. Those days when I was feeling that way, when I woke up, most often were bad days. Like the chance that that day was actually going to turn into a good day was very, very slim, slim to none. And while I like to think that I'm a pretty positive person, sometimes pulling yourself out of the depths, out of the grumpy mood is extremely hard. You're trying to fight against something that seems so natural, right? Because if you're going downhill, if you're in a bad mood, like that's a lot easier than trying to climb a mountain and get higher and have that positive mood, right? Well, as humans, we're always looking for least resistance. So when you are having to fight against your bad mood, that's not always least resistance. Um, and what I have found is usually when I'm waking up in a bad mood, it's because I haven't taken the time for myself. I haven't poured into myself. I haven't scheduled out a day that is going to nurture me in any way at all. Sometimes it is filled with other people's deliverables. I mean, this is normal. We have work, we have day-to-day life, we have things that we have to be accountable for, understandable. But it was usually the days where I felt like people were just taking so much from me and I hadn't given anything to myself. Those were the days that were the worst. I just felt like it was no longer coming from a place of love. I felt stretched out and I felt like I had to put on this face that I was really happy to be there or happy to be involved or happy to take initiative and get things done when in reality I was feeling like I didn't have enough time in the day or it wasn't in my control on how I wanted the day to go and that usually had an impact on my day. Sometimes I woke up in a bad mood and I was just in bad mood. I mean, there's no trying to fight through it. I was just in a bad mood and it wasn't necessarily about my day. Sometimes we just wake up on the wrong side of the bed, but on the days where I felt like I could have had control, if I would have just taken the time to carve out me time, carve out time that was just for me. And I also have this problem 
I'm thinking my self-care time has to be productive in some way um, or it has to be a certain like aspect. I don't know. I definitely will do things because I think it's going to make me a better person. And I want to also fill my schedule with things that are for me, but it doesn't matter if I do them good or bad because a lot of my hobbies also align with my goals. And I think that is important for your overall lifestyle. It wouldn't make any sense if you had these really big goals and you didn't have the lifestyle to support it. But some of the goals that you have can be light or I'm sorry, some of the things that you do don't have to align with your goals. They can just be lighthearted and they don't have to be anything of achieving or doing something good. It can be doing something very, very bad and still enjoying the time that you have. Some people like to color, um, other people like to crochet or bake. And I'm really trying to figure out what I can do poorly that still like, It doesn't have to align with my goals at all. It can be just for fun, just for me to fill up my own bucket. Uh, A couple of these things that I have been doing, but still they align with my goals. So that's where I'm kind of, I don't know if these are actually truly for me or if they're still working towards my goals. Like I take a daily walk every single day, nine to 10. Um, I have been trying to walk a little bit more. I'm trying to hit my 10,000 steps earlier in the day because I find if I only get to 7,000, then I'm only getting like 8,000 for the rest of the day. So I'm really trying hard to get the 10,000 first thing in the morning. And then everything else after that is extra. So it doesn't matter if I start early, that's bonus, right? If I start at 830, if I start at seven, stop and then start back up at nine, always at nine, I'm taking a walk. And I've found that taking this walk is time for me. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. I am keeping that consistent. I'm taking my walk. It's for me. It's for my mental health. It's for moving my body. It's for feeling good. And I'm doing it every single morning. Yes, that aligns with my goals. It's good to walk, right? So I wouldn't necessarily say that's something just for me. Um, I can be good or bad at it, but I'm going to be doing it. So I mean, it doesn't have to be a certain speed, but it does have to be for a certain amount of time. So that's still goal oriented. Another thing that I like to do to carve time out just for me is to get a facial. So I get a facial twice a month and it's every other week I am getting a facial. It is so much fun. It's time for me to just relax, lay on the table. Um, I'm not worried about anything or anyone. I really try to take that time to visualize my, um, you know, higher self. So again, I'm goal stacking on top of this, but when I have a facial day, I know it's going to be a good day. It doesn't matter what is happening to me. Like if I'm getting a facial, I know I'm having an awesome, amazing day. So I'm really trying to figure out doing things just to do things and they don't have to align with my goals. Getting a coffee, that honestly, that is something that is just for me. It doesn't really like benefit my goals, um, but it is something that boosts my day. 
I can't buy a coffee every single day. I wish I could, but that would be something that is just for me and just for my happiness. And so I've been trying to find these little nuggets of time that I can spend just for myself, reading a book, putting an eye mask on, or making sure that I make the perfect cup of water. I like to pack it with ice. I like to put some Himalayan sea salt in there. I like to put lemon, fill it up with cold, cold water. Like that is just for me. If I have like a jug of water, I know that I'm going to have a good meeting. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to stay hydrated and it gives me an excuse to leave the room. Oh, sorry. I have to go to the restroom. You know, you, you get those breaks. Um, But doing all of these things pour into your soul. They are making sure that your bucket is full. So when you have to give to someone else, you are not pouring from an empty cup, right? We've we've learned this from such a young age, but I don't think that we're fully encapsulated, like we're not fully incorporating this into our life. We're not actually taking this seriously. We are instead just allowing people to squeeze every ounce of effort and energy we have without ever filling ourselves up. And this is what leads to burnout. This is what leads to high stress situations and and not having a proper home life balance. I know that work is always going to try and seep into your day. I, I get it. You get texts, you get social media, you have um, emails that roll into your phone. And that's why I think it's even more important to make sure that your boundaries are set. I like to do the two hours before I go to bed and the two hours before I wake up, or I'm sorry, two hours after I wake up and two hours before I go to bed, I'm not on social media. I'm not checking things. I'm not on my phone. I'm fully just trying to be present. I am doing something that is going to fill my cup. That makes me happy reading a new book that I just got or journaling or lying in bed, literally doing nothing, watching TV, I used to limit the amount of TV that I watched, but as long as I'm fully engaged in the TV, I think it's okay because my attention span is shortened. And so for me to focus on like a movie or a show beginning to end with no cell phone, when was the last time you did that? Try it. I swear. Like as long as I'm directly focused and I'm staying with the storyline, it does not matter. Um, but I was at a yoga class and she was talking about how, when we came into the room that our light might have been dimmed and might not have, like we might have came in with a super bright light. She was talking about our energy levels when she refers to our light or our essence or our, our being, our energy levels, how we're showing up. And she stated, Some of you might have come in and your energy levels are great. Some of you might have came in and your energy levels have been depleted. And some of you, your light has been put under a cup and is gasping for air. And she said, let this hour be the time that your light is reignited, that you come back to yourself, that you get re in." line with yourself. And I was just like, so I hadn't taken inventory of my energy. I hadn't taken, um, the time to ask myself, Hey, what are your energy levels at? And so it wasn't after that 
class until I started like imagining my mornings. Where's my energy at in the morning? When is my, where's my energy in the middle of the day? Where's my energy right before I go to bed? And I was thinking, how have I been supporting my energy? How have I been supporting my light? Have I been allowing it to get some kindling? Have I allowed it to get some oxygen? Or have I literally been shoving a cup over it and completely deoxygizing it where it is dying? And it made me realize that if I do not put in boundaries now, what will happen when I become a mother? What will happen when I add things on to my workload? What will happen when I'm juggling more things in life? Because right now, this is the least amount of responsibilities I will ever have. And I know in the future, I will be adding responsibilities onto my life. So how will I support myself then in comparison to if I can't even support myself now? If I don't have anything going on and I'm literally not allowing my light to be fed and nobody is depleting it but myself. So I was really thinking hard on this, on what I can incorporate into my day today that it's an expectation to others because I think it's really important that you're communicating this with other people as well because then they expect it. Okay, every Tuesday, Logan goes and goes to the coffee shop. I'm making this up. I'm so sorry. Uh, Every Tuesday, Logan goes to the coffee shop at three o'clock. She gets herself a coffee and she takes a mid-afternoon break. Every Tuesday, it doesn't matter what's happening. She's going to the coffee shop and she's getting a coffee. Or every other Tuesday, I go get a facial. Or on Saturdays, once a month, I'm going to get a massage. Or if you like to get your nails done or anything that pours into you, it does not have to be cosmetic. It does not have to be a service. It can be the simplest of things, whatever makes you happy, going to an art show, going to a farmer's market, experiencing a live comedy, whatever it is, meeting with friends, guys night out, girls night out, you need to decide what is going to fill your cup up and how to start implementing that weekly, daily. And it can be big, it can be small. It does not matter. What matters is the intention. If your intention is I'm pouring into myself, it could be as big, it could be as small, it does not matter. It is because it is for you and you alone and it does not matter what anybody else says, you are going to get it done because you deserve it. It does not matter what else is going in your calendar. You have to pour into yourself before you can pour into others. Thank you, kindergarten. You have to make sure that you are at the capacity where you can take on more things, where you can take on someone else's mental load, where you can take on someone's actual physical work that they need to get done or their deliverables or your house in uh, cleaning or laundry or if you have children whatever it is, you need to be able to balance it properly. And if you're not supporting your light and you're not supporting yourself, there's no way you can possibly do it. Because on the days that I didn't support myself, the days that I woke up and I was in a grumpy ass mood, 
those days I completely wasn't supporting myself and it was so hard to bring myself up to a positive mood even if it was a fake positive mood. You cannot wring water from a rock. You have to have a source where you can pull from. If you, right now I'm listening to David Goggins' um, You Can't Hurt Me book, and he talks about this analogy of the cookie jar, where whenever you're struggling through something, whenever you're going through something tough, that you reach down, he was uh, relating it to his childhood, of his, no matter what was happening, how bad it got, his mom always had a cookie jar, and they would be able to every day pull out a cookie or pull out two cookies and he would like look at the cookie and he would see the cookie and then he would eat the cookie and he would feel the cookie and it would be so good it was like this little bit of sweetness and he says to imagine all of your life's greatest moments as the cookie jar and when things get tough you're pulling from the cookie jar i would say go one step further and that self-care that you're doing for yourself that thing that is going to get you through that hard meeting get you through that hard workout get you through your day whatever is gonna stress you out pull from how you felt when you were pouring into yourself, how it felt when you were getting that facial, when you were at peace, when you felt like you could fully connect with yourself and bring forth better energy. That is going to help you get through. So if you can think, oh, you know, today was a really crap day. Things didn't go my way, but I know tomorrow I have my little self-care appointment set up, so I'm going to be all right. You can hold on to that. You can hold on to things that are going to happen in the future. You can hold on things that happened in the past. Oh my gosh, I read this awesome book. It was so empowering. I can't wait to get the second one. Whatever is in your cookie jar, whatever is in your self-care bucket, that is what you're going to rely on. And that is what is going to get you through those days when you don't have the highest energy, when you don't feel the best. And you know, hey, I poured into myself. I'm going to have time to myself. I don't, I'm not just necessarily all about them and what they want. I also feel like the things I want are important and I've highlighted those things. So it's all right if they take, take, take from me because I've already given to myself. So whatever it is this weekend that you need to take and give to yourself be sure to schedule it in. Schedule it next, like for the upcoming month or the upcoming week, like put it in your calendar and make it a routine because that is what will give you the quarter twist to giving more to others and pouring into others more when you feel that you have taken care of yourself as well. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe and I will see you in the next one. Bye.